0: show thanks again for joining us and today i'm super excited to be joined by jet from jet thunder racing jet how are you going thanks for hanging helping me out here mate
1: uh good thanks mate how
0: are you going absolutely fantastic um it's a friday night australian time so it's good to be talking to another aussie um, about all things Zed. Um, for those playing along at home Australia are 8 for 236 in India, but um, pretty sure the Americans don't care about that. <laughs> never mind. No. Hey, um, so I'm just pretty keen to, uh, you know, I've seen you about in Twitter. Um, obviously, you know, watched you in um, some of the drafts there for the, the Beat the Beast the other week. Um, but I'm just interested. With everyone I talk to, mate, how did you get into Zed? How long ago did you um, did you get onto the game? So uh, I started
1: in uh, uh, it would have been uh, mid 2020. Uh, my, I, I guess I started in uh, crypto in 2016 um, and uh, met a friend who was quite interested in crypto um and wanted to get into it but they didn't really want to get into the bitcoin or or ethereum trading side of things they were more interested in the nfts Uh, so i i searched uh nfts uh platforms and and uh, collections and stuff like that uh, that may have been interest to uh, that friend and came across zed run uh, and strangely enough, their background is actually in real life horse racing. And so, of course, when I showed them Zed Run and, and told them about the Genesis and, and what, they, what they could do, uh, they fell in love with it. And of course, I did as well, because I think just uh, blockchain technology in itself is just, uh, it's the future of everything. So that's where I started, and uh, yeah,
0: that's a, that's a big statement to be making on the Stable Hands podcast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: look, I, tr- I, tr- I do I truly believe in <laughs> in blockchain technology. I, I think uh, in time it will be
0: it, it will be everything. I thought um, just to run down that tangent for a second. I thought that was going to be Chat GPT. Um, just to, to sort of tap into the current zeitgeist. <laughs> Um, (laughs) it is a fascinating thing like there's a lot of us I think um, that play in the tech industry or tech adjacent as we like to say Um, and certainly the thing one of the things that yeah I mean I'm interested in the blockchain gaming aspect of it as well which is kind of cool Um, and so you've, you've been uh, on Zed for coming up to two years now, so certainly one of the one of the old hands. Um, how how about the evolution of your stable over that time? Like, how many horses are in your stable today, and how many do you actually run? So, uh,
1: myself and uh, my partner. Uh, so I have, uh, or we have, uh, Jet Thunder Racing, uh, which I race out of, and Jet Thunder Racing Lodge. Which uh, Ed races out of. Uh, When we first started, we invested in only Genesis buterins, so we're we're buterin centric stable, Um, and we started with uh, I think we started with thirteen Genesis. Uh, We tried to get into a couple of the drops uh, that that failed. Uh, and then um, we basically bred our way to 180 horses um, and now we hold uh, uh, around 25, I think, and uh, Genesis uh, and the rest, um, you know, a majority we've bred, uh, but we've also uh, in the, towards the end of the last meta, we started to, Uh, purchase uh, horses which were higher in BA and and distance preference because that's what we were lacking in our stable.
0: So when you talk about, I guess you that was a move you were making in the last racing meta, um, has that, like how has that altered now um, since the sixth of December last year, when you know the the Racing Two as we all like to call about it, and the the changes in how the game is raced, um, how has that impacted those decisions? And have you sort of started to pivot um, with the the makeup of your stable?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So for us, uh, obviously, we probably pivoted quite late in the last meta. Um, look we we stopped breeding uh, towards the end there and we made a decision to uh, invest in the blood tool and so we stopped breeding and we did that and we we bought uh, horses which were proven races uh, Unfortunately some of those proven paid races uh, are now shelved <laughs> which is pretty ironic because we've spent the last I don't know maybe nine, nine to 12 months uh, of our own bred horses being shelved uh, because they just, they, they weren't able to run. Now, those horses that we invested in are now um, are shelved and the horses in which we bred uh, have started to come into their own. You know, there's a few uh, legendaries that we bred early on uh, that are doing really well in top sixes. So, uh, we're, we're both really enjoying this new meta. Um, we're finding that the variance that we have in our, uh, in our stables, um, seems to work well. We've bred a little bit, not a great deal. Uh, still trying to understand what, uh, what 3.0 means. Um, but, yeah, uh, look, we love it. We, we love the new meta and we've been hanging on for uh, for this kind of upgrade to come for us.
0: Yeah, I think this is a pretty common um, kind of thing that I'm hearing, like the the changes, from, from my point of view anyway, is overall um, positive for the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know in my stable, I've kind of had a, like, I guess, a similar experience, like horses that were BA heavy that were running and now a little bit on the bench. Um, I purchased a couple of Knack legendaries right before the change that were high BA, which don't really run now. Um, Similar kind of of experience. But I did find some horses um, that I hadn't run in months um, that were actually... Now I'm really enjoying running. So did you find, you know, many horses on your bench coming into 3.0? Have you sort of like across those 180 horses, how many are you running um, today? Yeah. So, I mean, for us, uh, we
1: we started to run a majority of our legendaries um, because obviously they came out a bit higher than the majority of our breeds. Um, but we've now pivoted and focused more on getting our Genesis, uh, to look better. Um, some of them just aren't going to, you know, uh, uh, like two, two Genesis, uh, stallions that we've got, um, <laughs> they just, they uh, they are, they are, they're not going to go anywhere and they can't run anywhere. They, they have no place currently in the current meta to run because they're just uh, A-shaped and they're terrible. But others others are starting to come into their own and, yeah, I mean, just got to keep going through them. Right now the focus is on the Genesis to get them to, to scale up and look good.
0: And that's an interesting point you raised. You're referring to the levelling of these horses, right? So sort of trying to cram some XP in, bust them up some levels. How much have you noticed or have you, probably a better way to put this, is it, have you got your horses sufficiently levelled up? Like what's the most number of levels you've jumped a horse? Um, and are you noticing a difference? Is that is that a valuable pastime for you? <sighs> look it, it, for me um, uh i i, I have
1: I, I have noticed some uh gains in some horses uh and uh, like you know we're talking buterin so currently they level very slowly they seem to go fast uh, at the beginning and then they seem to hit that middle of the curve and and start to slow down yeah. uh Look, I've probably wasted way too much time on uh, on Atomic Jet. Um, <laughs> I just love that horse and I shouldn't uh, – people think I'm crazy, but it's an absolute donkey. Uh, in the previous meta, uh, I said to Ed that he's done. Like I'm going to have to just hope they bring out nameplates and, and burn him. <laughs> because he's towards the end there i was just like wow he's actually really bad but in this new meta he has leveled the most i've spent a lot of time in free races grinding him away uh and he's leveling he is he, on the blood tool he is now pretty well read across the board uh, and that's what we're looking for you know so uh, his speed has gained, he's becoming more stable. Um, and so are other horses too. It's, it's slow. It's, it's a slow grind. Some of these horses cannot do paid races. You're just throwing ETH if you, yeah. if you're dumping them in paid races, it depends on your strategy, doesn't it? You know, on, on where you're, where you're at with Zed run, whether it's a short play
0: or a long play. That's an, a very interesting point. Um, there's probably two things to double click on there for me that sort of piqued my interest, what you just said. Um, the first one, and I've spoken to other people about this in the past, you talk about the time investment in levelling up a horse. Um, and with Atomic Jet, it's probably a good a good example to talk about. You're obviously very emotionally attached <laughs> to that digital signature. Yeah. Um, how how many races like have you run in those frees and like when you, what I'm trying, the underlying question to this is what is the lifespan of that horse? Like when you, when you buy a horse, you talk about short and long game, right? What is the number of races that you would say, okay, I'm going to invest in this horse and put in, you know, whatever. I don't know. What's the number? A thousand races, 2000 races, like, Back in the day, you'd buy a horse and you'd want to have maybe 70 or 100 bucks there to discover it in paid racing um, to really understand where that horse is running. It seems like now that's a different It's a different approach where it's like, okay, I need to have so much time and so many races to discover it and level it and see how it evolves. And I'm just curious to to talk to to talk to people about well what do you think that time frame is what do you think that that number of races are
1: yeah look i think that time frame is important to nail down isn't it and i and i have to be honest uh we haven't nailed that down because it's the one thing that we do know uh, 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 like we're we're very uh data driven in in what we do um what is the time frame how many races do you give that horse before you go you know what it's it's not going to do anything and you know right now he's not he's he's not going to do anything aging is going to come in the whole game changes again uh look I've wasted way too much time on that horse i have um but for me, confessions of a Z runner it, it, it is like I, I just uh, it's fun. it's so much fun for me uh, and uh, Z is my life like I like I do I, I live Z 24/7 365 days a year and I, I've been doing that for the last uh, year and a half um, It is all I do is Z run. Uh, I believe long term uh look for me i know there's a lot of bad sentiment in what uh what they do and stuff like that but for me the, the game the meta is uh, so early in evolution uh you know who knows what this ends up looking like you know for me i'm i'm with i'm with uh I'm with donkey teeth. I can't wait to see these running down Vegas strip uh like holograms.
0: You know, like that's that's a possibility. Yeah, yeah the sky's still the limit, isn't it? Um so what what do you think then of um this week's recent announcements about you know I don't know you see a bi weekly or like every two weeks maiden fortnightly maidens with the the pots going um, you know the, the racing pots going into those prize pools but the treasury now going into marketing funds and all that kind of stuff um, marketing launch in the next or by the middle of this year is, is the announcement what do you think about that i think it's time we need users we,
1: we need more people you i mean like you know I do. I race every day, all day, all night. Uh, There's, there's no volume there. Uh, You know, I I do. I have the ability to be able to take six and 12 gates and fill them all. Uh, I'm not allowed to do that. Uh, People think that that's uh, stacking races or padding stats or whatever. Uh, You know, previously, like uh, really early on, uh, the the platform was incredibly unstable. You, you couldn't get into a paid race, let alone a free race, because they were just popping so fast. It it was that was frustrating, and I'm I'm su- I'm not sure, but I, I think a lot of new stables don't actually know how unstable the Zed Run was uh, only a year ago. Um, you know, it was really hard to to get into a into a race.
0: And then there was sometimes where you couldn't get into a race because they were just popping and they were just popping off so much. Yeah. Um, I've had some, some amazing moments um, where it's just so exciting where you're like, you're trying to get into races and and races are just jumping off. Bang, bang, bang. And um, that's when the game is so much fun to play. Yeah. Um, And you've got heaps of, especially if if you've got, you know, a a stable full of horses and you're ready to run. And, um, and I think, when, when the conditions are like that and when the game is like that, uh, it, it really gives more stables the chance to win, right? Because you're not, you know, trying to run some of these paid races when those tourneys weren't running over Christmas, I had a couple of horses that I was like, I'll keep." And, and I did this because I really just wanted to try them out against what was absolutely the cream of the, the competition because that's all it was running. Yeah. Um, so, like you're right, numbers numbers is what keeps this game going. Absolutely. Look, I no, I, no
1: I have no issue with with their announcements. You know what? In general, I have no real issues. I'm like so positive with Zed Run uh, because for us, uh, when we got into it, we like we did. We did our research, and we understand that. Um, It's really risky what we're doing here. It's risky for anybody. Um, You know, we bought Genesis horses probably at the height of of Ethereum. Um, You know, those Buterin Genesis weren't cheap and those Buterin Genesis aren't worth close to that now. But uh, I think what they do, they do certainly the new team like the new team is is so focused on getting to the end um yeah they make mistakes Uh, you know doesn't every business company you know i would hate to work i would hate to work for zed like you know those guys must go to work every day and just get nailed you wouldn't want to be on twitter because those dudes just get nailed every day I think what they do is they're building something that's never been built before and it's hard. It's hard for them. They've got a tech debt that they're, they're trying to fill. There's people out there who don't know blockchain. What they're trying to do has never been done before.
0: Yeah, it's quite interesting, right, because you mentioned, you know, the challenges of building software, building software with, as you mentioned, a tech debt. Um that there's more there than we know about. You can be guaranteed of that. There's like tech debt all the way down the stack. You can be sure. Um, And doing it in public in real time is the thing that blows me away, Um, which amidst this constant FUD storm. And people, you know, everyone's entitled to their opinion. Everyone's invested money. Everyone's in the same boat in terms of what this platform can deliver. Um, but the, the, the FUD from Zed or the FUD to Zed, um, on Twitter, I stay out of discord. Um, there's a fair bit of it in discord when last time I was there as well, but, um, people demanding change daily <laughs> and, and then upset when the change breaks. Um, so you can't have it all. Uh, there's an old saying that we say in the software industry, you can have it good, fast and cheap pick two. <laughs> <laughs> Truth. Absolutely, it's truth. You can't have all three, and
1: and, and you know what?
0: Uh, yeah.
1: Just like governments and society, there's always going to be somebody unhappy. There's always going to be somebody disadvantaged. And let me say this though: uh, blockchain
0: changes all of that. <laughs> how so? Tell tell us how so. Like how how it changes the and what you, what you changes what changes the disadvantage piece. Or changes the delivery mechanism.
1: I I think, I think for me personally, blockchain removes any human agenda. It, It removes any bias that humans put on onto anything, any human condition that we place. I mean, look at Zed it's, you know, uh, how, how can you take two JPEG images? smash them together and produce another JPEG image that you can throw into a race and uh, and race other horse. Like, it's unreal. Like, like, forget all the other stuff. Like, they'll get there. They will get there. Forget all the other stuff. Just take your JPEG image, find out where it runs, find out where you're meant to place that horse, stick it in that race and go and have fun. Like
0: so jet from a from a racing strategy let's sort of dive into that for a second like how do you go about that process like you you might just have bred a horse or you've you've yeah let's just say you've you've bred a horse because obviously if you've purchased one you've done it's race history and it's kind of comes pre-discovered but how do you go about that process of finding out where to run that horse like take us through how, how you would get a, a, a new foal and and figure out where to run it what, what's your thought process
1: look for me I, i'm i'm pretty lucky in that uh you know i do have the blood tool uh and so that gives me access to uh, some pretty deep data on the horses uh in the entire meta so uh and i'm still learning like i you know I'm, I i haven't even I haven't even made any money out of Zed Run, like not a dime. But uh, I've I've been able to. I feel I feel that. <laughs> but but like like I've been able to breed horses without paying for them. So it, early on, yep. I was able to put stallions up, and they were getting hit all the time, and that enabled us to breed the the mountain of horses that we have now. Uh, and then of course being early on in the meta, um, you know, we, we were lucky enough to, to benefit from the Zed token drop that in turn enabled us to, uh, invest in the blood tool and also upgrade our stable in regards to seeking horses with higher DP and higher BA. Um, for us, it's really quite simple. You. Horses horses have places and, and I'm not just talking about their distance preference or their class or their level. I'm talking about the type of formats that they race in. Like it's really important for people to understand, yes, this is a, a 1,200, uh, you know, distance preference horse. Um what's its finishing distribution and, and what type of format does that horse best suit in? Uh, you know, for me, I'm finding a majority of our, uh, uh, 1.0, uh, buterans their top sixes. That's just the, they they've got lots of variants. That's just their finishing distribution, you know, and they work really well in top six paid races, which is awesome. Because uh, you know we haven't been able to paid race for you know at least twelve months, you know, so we're we're able to start paid racing again, and and that for us is that's exciting. I mean, that's you know one reason why you why you get into it. It's you know you don't free races are cool, but it's it's way more fun winning ETH,
0: isn't it? take your word for it no we all love a good win (laughs) um we all love a good win i i had my first ever tournament win in uh in racing 2.0 so um you know i'm i'm a huge fan of of what they've done because you know in the the first you know 12 months ago qualifying for tournaments meant getting crushed in quarterfinals like every single time yeah um so i've actually you know had a bit more success um, in, in this new, this new world. Um, the other thing I'm really keen to, to talk to you about, um, and this is probably how we first started talking about doing this podcast, um, was what you do on Twitter with Novus Earth Control. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe if you could, you could talk us through what is Novus Earth? Um, I know you've reached out to me a couple of times pointing out <laughs> like the, uh, errors in some of the stuff I've been, been publishing, which is, <laughs> Kind of interesting. Thanks for that. Um, and I genuinely mean that. Thanks for, for, for reaching out. But maybe talk us through, what is Novus Earth? What are you looking to do there um, and how long have you have been running that?
1: So uh, early on, uh, we found it really difficult to find the tools and the resources um, to just figure out this, you know, the, the horses that we had. I mean, if we could go back, we would probably uh, reassess some of the buter in Genesis that we bought because they're just straight up glue. Um, but uh, so Novus Earth was—that's basically what that came about as. Uh, it, it's it's putting all of the tools and resources and and the content uh, creators in one spot. Um, uh, San Gudo Stables. Uh, he he used to have keep a uh, Excel spreadsheet, uh, and that's like he gave me that, and that's basically where Novus Earth Control started from. Um, and it was just me getting all of the tools and resources in one spot. Because for me, I think if if it's going to grow, it, it doesn't need to be. If if it's so data driven, it's okay for me because I love that. But not everybody wants to be diving into data. They wanna, they wanna take a horse and they wanna, you know, discover it and put it in races and, and win with it, you know? Um not not everybody's a, a nerd. So I, I like that stuff. But Novus Earth is just a place where I hope that uh new stables and even old stables go because I, I like I do, I try and keep it constantly updated with the, the latest content creators uh, and the latest tools and stuff like that uh, on the
0: site. Yeah, and it's, it, again, if you've not been there, it's novicearthcontrol.com um, and there's everything there from, yeah, tools for marketplaces through to, you know, this awesome podcast. Um, but as well as all the the twitch streamers, you can just click straight through um, and get to all the different spots as well as you know all the you know you've, I see you've got a, a spot there for all the Zrun um, employees that are that are public and out there on Twitter as well as well as some of the um, you know the the names in in Z Run on Twitter you can just sort of link through and go and find um, you know all these stables and and all the people that that do so much for the game so. Thanks for putting that together. Um, I found have found it quite useful in the past as well, which is really good. I think that so hopefully uh, we can get some uh, some people.
1: the 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 one at the bottom the, the the Twitter handles at the bottom I think is really important because if the one thing is uh, for new people coming into Zed, the one thing is this: is you can reach out to anyone in the Zed community, and that will pretty much help you. Like. Like that is probably the most remarkable thing I've found is there's a lot of uh, clickiness and there's a a lot of bitchiness, but you seriously can. You can pretty much reach out to anyone in the community and they will help you or guide you along your way. I mean, you know, to be able to talk to uh, uh, Casey from Arbitrage and and Donkey Keith – and uh, Keith from Crimson Racing, you know all those guys. Like th- they've been in the meta from day one. Lucky Jacks and and Dan Shan, like all those people have been here since day one. They they know horses, and they know what's going on, you know. And they can help you and guide you, and and they'll give you your opinion, their opinion,
0: if you want it. But just be prepared for it yeah i think the um (laughs) i i think the important thing is like and you know dan Chan brought this up um when i spoke to him on the pod as well which this game is is not meant to be played in isolation you're you're actually doing yourself a disservice if you're trying to play it by yourself um and every one of those um links have been more than willing to help like i've worked um reached out to jake before i've reached out to dan Chan um i've reached out to keith like you just have to ask and and these people are, are pretty free with their with their opinions and and their knowledge um to help you out like i know jake's got a pin tweet on his uh, from iceberg racing on his page on his twitter bio that's like any new player you want me to have a look at your stable just ping me and you know he will go and have a look at your stable and give you his, your views and his views on where you should be running horses and I mean, you can you can review my stable. It's pretty easy. They're all glue. <laughs> it, <laughs>
1: but, um, same here. Same here. Look, uh, they're, they're, there's nothing fancy in my stables at all. Uh, <laughs> they're all glue. I just love running them. They're just so much fun. Whether they win or lose, I mean, you know, it's all about the glory uh, and the ETH. But it's it's fun. It and it is. It it has to be like a. Uh, the, the, the chat racing and um, the, the streams, um, wow, they're so much fun.
0: I, I don't think I miss a stream at all. So how do you think – yeah, nice. It's, it's hard to keep up with some of the US time zones for me, but um, I do try and catch a few when I can. Um, it's interesting because it's such a multi-layered game um, when you think about you know, the intricacies in selecting which horse to run, field strengths, like it can get quite deep. You can really go really deep into where you race, how you race. And then you add this other layer on top of it where you now start to think about, well, how do I breed? Um, how do I breed within my stables? How do I how do I try and get, um, you know, studs or, or mares from other players can sort of help me out and be quite strategic in the breeding side as well. And when we we talk about breeding, like how do you go about, like how how dialed in do you try and get your foals? I know there's people I've seen in Twitter in the the maiden um, coming up that's running at the moment, um, and as that was coming up, people are like, I went for level four hundred and ninety eight. That's what I was trying to go for. Um, like ha- how detailed do you get in in that side of the game when you start to think about breeding? And again what is your strategies like how do you how do you approach that um that angle from the game as well obviously the blood tool helps there no doubt yeah absolutely i mean uh that
1: breeding is so much fun i mean that is one of the you know that is one of the best parts of the game that i love i love breeding it's so much fun and when you've got uh tools to be able to really dig into that stuff. It, it just makes it even more fun and even more exciting, you know. Um, Blood Tool is awesome. It's an amazing tool uh, and it's incredibly accurate. Um, Z-Lead, you uh, those things, they all give you the stuff. Zedge Tool as well. Um, I haven't really used Zsim, sim but for us, it's, it's about... In the previous meta, it was about trying to stack that DP and and that BA, which we we knew we were lacking. In in this meta, uh, we know variance is king. Uh, Our strategy is still... Because I think at the end of the day, if you still go to novicearthcontrol.com and you have a look at BG's horse simulator, I think that is still true. I think the more BA... Uh, and the less variance, the more stable that horse becomes, the closer to the left hand its finishing distribution is. Uh, I I think BA will be king at the end of the day, and I think that that's why Zed Run have pivoted this way, um, to try and level those variance horses up so that they are, at least competitive with those high BA, high distance preference uh, horses um, from the previous meta. For me, I think long-term that's kind of where it's at is that variance will kind of not get nerfed, but it will become less and BA will become the more dominant trait, so to speak. So that horses become more competitive and there isn't this uh, huge divide there has to be a class system. There has to be your class six. That's just like real life, you know. For Australia, you know, we've got our picnic races out in the bush, and then you've got your Melbourne Cup. That has to be true with with Zed Run. You know, uh, it has to be the same. It, it it is the 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 vision was parallel within real life, um, and I think that. There will be many iterations for, a, for Z Run for us to get to that, um, that destiny. But for me, breeding, for us, for breeding, it is still about taking BA and uh, DP. Speed is speed's where it's at. Uh, if, if your horse doesn't have speed, you probably shouldn't be breeding it. And if you breed glue, well, glue is glue. You breed glue, you, you get glue. I've got like 180 horses yep, glue that, is glue. that are glue, because they. I can attest. Yeah, I can attest to that. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I think the only thing to that so, sorry, I think the only thing to that is the Genesis horses, and having those Genesis horses with the ability to now level up, hopefully before they implement aging. <laughs> Good luck with that. But if we can level them up enough so that they are better races i'm not saying that that's going to come through to the offspring because i believe we already know that that's not going
0: to happen yeah it's the starting level that counts i think that's i think that one's been settled yeah yeah but it's interesting right because everyone talks about aging and and we do this in the community a lot um talk about features that don't yet exist. So, But it seems to make sense, like, given the way that horses level up um, and some of the, you know, especially, you you know, I've got a couple of exclusive buttes that to move them one level is 17 to 20,000 XP. Like I'm not not moving that. I'm not running that from class five into class two. Let's be honest. (laughs) Um, And... If they do, or when they when they do bring aging, surely the the aging length has to match the leveling length. Like one of these, you either have to set a horse's age. Getting back to you know, and I've asked this question a few times before. I was starting to refer to the lifespan of a horse, right? You, it has to match its leveling potential. Now, in the game design itself, is there a an expectation that everyone should be able to level a class five horse up to class two, maybe even into class one, then if that's the case, the aging has to be set at 10,000 races or, you know, some ridiculous number or they need to change. And I think Facundo has spoken about this in the past as well, that horses, once aging comes in, will actually level up a bit quicker. Ex- um, yeah. Cause they need to age, they need to age the 1.0s out. Yeah so so and i mean atomic jet
1: is a perfect example of that i mean he is a legendary he's an evo of six he's currently at i think he's at like 80 level 80 in class six right now so i mean he, he can go all the way to class one but by bg's current calculations that will take me eight and a half years i love zed run but i don't want to spend the next eight and a half years leveling up atomic jets <laughs> <laughs> to get him on in one one twenty five dollar paid race and then that's it he's got to retire <laughs> uh, i think it, it it will change won't it i mean you know that they'll they'll earn xp or however they do it once they kick in aging um and we'll have to see what happens with that. I mean, that, that, that's how we roll. We, we
0: really have no expectations. So, Jet, what, so, what what? class are you breeding for at the moment? Yep. Are you trying to breed C1 monsters? Or? Oh, God, no. No.
1: Uh, look, for us, we've only bred a couple of times. I think like three times in the new meta. Um, and those ones that we have bred, uh, are very different horses, very different from previous breeds. Their, their finishing is, is more left than center, which is what previous breeds would do. They're either a shaped runners or they were hardcore, right? Do you know what I mean? They just, they could not
0: run. Uh, these horses yeah so when you when you're talking about left and right you're talking about finished distribution on I am on the horseshoe chart I so. am yeah, yeah sorry yeah I am um, so they are finishing
1: more to the left uh, you know they're, they're placing is more uh, say four three and two they're moving left of the horseshoe so.
0: So you are, from a like a BADP perspective, are you then predominantly running double-ups or for these bred horses? Is that kind of where you're looking at? Yeah, I mean, pretty much. I
1: mean, none of them are, you know, they're definitely not top three, top two material. We haven't bred and, and we don't really have anything like that in our stables simply because of, I think, the variance that we have. A majority of our horses are you know, they're U shaped horses. They'll run first, they run twelfth. Uh, if they get flame, they'll run seventh and twelfth. <laughs> but yeah, a majority yeah. don't run that that one, two, three. A majority of them run that you know, four, five, six. Pity point.
0: <laughs> I have a I have a horse I named Rugged by Flame. <laughs> yes. And um to, to, to breed, and it was. I'm actually, it was a pretty good breed. I went for a thousand meter variance U Shaper, um, and I was checking on Z Lead the other day, and it, it does well like it's running, it's run 150 races or something. Now, this was the one that actually won the tournament that I've won, um, and it's with Flames win, oh, so it's yeah, with Flames win rate. At a thousand, I don't, I can't remember the exact numbers, but it was like fourteen percent or something. But then, without Flames, win rate is like twenty-three <laughs> percent. So and, he's living up to his name. And, totally rugged by Flames.
1: Uh, and I think those horses now seem to be doing that more. Like the the two horses that I can think of that we've bred in this meta, if they flame, you're in trouble. You're you're going to run seventh or twelfth. Yep. If they don't flame, flames are a rug. You're in the money. It's it's the strangest thing. And and we do Ed and I. You know Ed, it's like you know it, it's got flame. I'm like okay, well it's seven or twelfth. Let let that one yeah, go.
0: Turn it off. <laughs> Move on to the next horse. So you're talking about like when you race? Do you watch races? Do you watch three D races? Yeah, yeah, I, I do. Uh, there's probably
1: really early uh, screenshots. Uh, my setup is mental. Uh, I have like uh, two screens and then a big big screen in front of me. So I've got um, Zed Run and and uh, StackNext Pro desktop on the other, and uh, Blood Tool and all my other tools and then I've got a uh, I use Z Racer I love Z Racer you just pop Z Racer on and it just rolls your races through you know all you got to do is just focus on the races and uh, and those races on Z Racer just automatically pop up it's it's such a cool uh, website Z Racer
0: so is there I know they tried some time ago to the live chat feature or the, the voice chat feature in the 3D race environment where you could cheer on your horse and something like that. Do you think there's more – because that never t- that never took off no. at all. I think I tried it a couple of times. There might have been one other person or something. Um, do you think there is more of a scope for something more interactive in those 3D races as, as a – you know, something for the streamers to use or like is there more scope – for Ed to do something there. Look, I, look, I think, you know, uh, it, it's endless.
1: Uh, f- for me, it really is. I, I think uh, the limitations are only what we put on it. Uh, for me, uh, you know, like I was only saying to Ed the other day, imagine this, you you take it to the pub, you, you get your races all lined up, uh, you get everybody to buy a ticket, you know, uh, and they all race through a bracket and end up going to a, a two-horse race at the end of the night or whatever and, you know, those two people race off or whatever. Like that in itself uh, I think it is probably a, a, a big thing. Certainly in casinos and stuff like that, I, I, for me it has to be more interactive um, and that has to be uh, via streams. I think the streams are really important. I think more, you know, it's it's lonely out there racing by yourself, isn't it? I'm I'm lucky because I've got a partner who sits beside me and, you know, she's racing her stable, I'm racing my stable and, you know, we can talk about it. But for other people who are out there just racing them by themselves, it, it must be, uh, you know, like it must be hard. Jump on those streams and, and have some fun with it. The, the streams are so much fun. They really are. And I think all of those... Type of things that third parties can bring to Zed Run. I think that's what it's really about. I don't think it's necessarily about Zed bringing that stuff to us. You know, th- that's Web three, uh, and I know Zed isn't decentralized, but that's you know that's Web three. That's decentralization. That's that's blockchain. It's uh, giving it back to people. And and I don't think people really know how to take control of that just yet, you know?
0: Yeah, the, the potential for, um, you know, community-driven content, like in custom tournaments, I don't know if you've had a look at that Aura platform that they sort of launched last week. Look, I, I did. I... The, the, there was Lucky Jack did the first tournament. yeah on that yeah look i think being able to create you know users creating
1: their own tournaments is fantastic absolutely i mean that's that's where it's at like it's really good to see another platform like that out there lucky jack's like been here forever uh and and the z lead tourneys as well like the z lead tourneys are so much fun and they are easy to get into they're relatively cheap to enter they are they're so much fun you know if you have for me I haven't won any oh, like I'm stoked that you won a, a Z20 that is just awesome I I, I haven't've oh, it was my it's my highlight in Z absolutely I mean that's what we all want that that's what we do I mean that's what we aim to do one day we we'd love to be up there on that podium winning a winning a tawny you know uh, not just for the for the the eth is really important right? But but so is the glory, so Smiley says, because that's that's so much fun. That's <laughs> so much fun, you know. That's what it's about. It's it's about yeah. the fun and yeah. just enjoying it, you know.
0: Yeah, and it is it is strangely compelling. Um, I still remember getting into Zed, thinking oh, I'll check this out, and then pretty soon just going this is strangely compelling and then now just hooked onto it so it's it's all pretty good
1: look for me it's really weird because i'm not very competitive at all i'm i'm the least competitive person but but Ed's super competitive uh but look like for me it's about the breeding it's about the data uh and it's about the community like i just love jumping on those streams and and listening to the banter and uh you know and just watching the races watching the 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 z-lead tourneys and stuff like that they're just so much fun you know yeah
0: nice i just uh had a quick look at aura there there's a free tournament that starts in 10 minutes that runs for an hour for any for any horses which i think is pretty cool i'll try and get into that um yeah look this has been a, a fantastic conversation jet like it's these things i love meeting um anyone who's playing zed like i like I just the passion um the interest that you bring to the game is is again very infectious and and compelling um one last question though like what's what's one of the the biggest changes that you've heard about that you're looking forward to see um coming up like what what's some of the Drop, drop some alpha on the stable hands podcast. Like, what what are you really excited to to get your teeth into? Oh, jeez, I don't know. Look
1: look for us. We are frantically trying to just get our Genesis to where they need to be before aging kicks in. Aging's going to be a game changer. I know a lot of people aren't real keen on it. Um, I I love it. I think I think it's just a another evolution in the meta there will be so many evolutions i don't have any alpha the only thing i can say is this is just just race just take take that horse find that horse find its distance find its format and and just focus on that and and don't worry about the rest of the stuff you know it's it doesn't matter
0: Yeah, I I would add one thing to that, and that's connect with people. Totally. In the community. Um, Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Most definitely.
1: Reach out. Jump on novicearth.com and uh, have a look at all of those uh, Twitter handles there and uh, reach out to anyone. If you've got any questions, uh, you know, if you want to buy a horse, if you're selling a horse, you know, uh, ask someone. If you're unsure, ask someone. Uh, you know, don't don't be afraid. Uh, I'm sure Dan Chang gets annoyed with me because I message him constantly.
0: <laughs> but uh,
1: just reach out, absolutely. I,
0: and I must admit, my my onboarding experience—if I could do it over again—I would have reached out sooner before I started buying horses. Same here. So, um, I I bought some bad horses in the beginning. Yep, same here. Um, the same myself. And this was back in the days when horses were so expensive.
1: <laughs> <laughs> look, look, they were. And, and you know, we, we had odds. Like when we, when we first bought our, our Genesis and that, we, there was odds with those horses. I think, uh, I think Celtic Love was the first Genesis we bought. Uh, and, and that's purely because of its name and its colour. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Celtic love is an too,
0: too, absolute. Too, <laughs> yeah, t- I was going to say two, two strong attributes to buy a horse for because you like its color and its name.
1: Absolutely, we don't we don't roll that <laughs> way anymore <Yeah>. though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> on that jet, on that note, look, mate. Thanks very much for taking the time to to chat with me tonight, and um, look. I'm sure I will see you out there, but until then, um, we'll see you on the track. Thanks, Adam.
1: Uh, make sure you check this uh, podcast out on uh, com. There'll be a link there. And uh, thank you very much.